hello, I'm Lori Alvarez, and I welcome you to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. This is where I will share my story, knowledge, wisdom, and the legacy in real estate, and my family, all boldly wrapped up in one with you. So let's get started. Guess who's here? Amy Cruz. Amy is here. She's in the house. We are talking buyer's remorse and seller's remorse. Now, why would I choose episode, what is this, 104, 105? I think 104. I think this is 104, actually. Yes. So anyways, why would I choose buyer's remorse and seller's remorse? Why do you think I chose that conversation for today? I don't know. I wanted to talk about other stuff, so... Next week, you can have okay. a conversation. <laughs> this week, I really want to talk about buyer's remorse and seller's remorse because the market has changed. Oh, yeah, for sure. The market has shifted. If you watched my Facebook Live on Monday, did you watch it? Nope. Yeah, no, of course you didn't. <laughs> if you watched I haven't my- been on Facebook. Oh, okay. Well, if you watch my Facebook Live, I really talked about days on market and how long it takes to sell a property these days. You know, and and this weekend, I was on open house duty all weekend. And the one question that was asked to me all weekend long was, oh, how come this house hasn't sold? Because the market shifted. The market shifted. So I want to start with seller's remorse. Okay. What about sellers that sold their house? Um three years ago, four years ago. How do you think they feel today? Mm, I think feeling pretty good three years ago. Houses increased though, didn't they? Yeah. And they're sitting on the market longer though, but as before. Yeah. But as of 90 days ago, what was happening? Well, I feel like They've been sitting, it's been longer than 90 days now, hasn't it? 100 days, that's it. Really? It feels longer to me. <laughs> no, not at all. Okay. 100 days. All right. But prior to that, like houses have escalated as of the last three years, houses have escalated in pricing by almost 20% every year. Wow. That's a lot of money that's on a the lot. table. Yeah. So people who are selling their houses maybe three years ago, maybe potentially they're looking back and going, I should have waited. Yeah. I should have waited because I'd get so much more now. Or maybe potentially they said, oh, I should have waited and then I could have rented it out. Yeah. Because I could have rented right. it for so much because rents are so high today, right? Right. Rents are so high. Seller's remorse, what is that actually called? Home seller's remorse. It's actually a true emotion. Buyers and sellers both go through it as they're going through the real estate process. And if you don't share that forward with your clients, they will think they're doing something wrong or bad or they shouldn't be doing it. Seller's remorse is a true um, emotion that you will feel and it will come up as soon as you sign the contract. You say, yeah. yes, I'll sell my house. And then you sign the contract and the next morning you wake up and you go, oh my <laughs> goodness. What have we done? Yes. (laughs) Where am I going to live? What am I going to (laughs) do? Who is going to? Oh, my gosh. 
right? It's a true, mm-hmm. true feeling. It's the reality of where you are in the moment. And then maybe it doesn't even happen then. Maybe it's when I present four, five, one, two offers. Yeah. All of a sudden you go, oh, I should have listed it higher. I didn't price it high enough. Or you have it on the market and you get no offers. And Hmm. now the agent suggests that you have to adjust the price to the new market. And then you go, oh, I knew I shouldn't have sold my, I knew I shouldn't have done this. I knew I shouldn't move forward. Oh, it's just all the signs are there. I shouldn't do it. That's what you say. That's what you think. That's what you believe. And the reality is it's just part of the process. You're in a real estate market that is shifting and correcting. So what about the buyer Mm -hmm. who starts writing offers and they don't get their offer accepted? Is there buyer's remorse? Absolutely. Yeah. What does that look like? Well, they write writing a bunch of offers and we're not getting it accepted. Well, maybe I shouldn't buy. Then there's doubt and, you know, losing faith. You don't have hope anymore. Like maybe this is just not the right time. Lots of stuff run through your head as a buyer. What about when you go, oh, yay, we got you your house. (laughs) And you call them and you tell them that. I think most of the time it's excitement for us and our clients anyways, because I feel like we really prep them to only write an offer on a home that you really love. Like how do we help them do that? With a buyer's consultation. Oh my gosh. What the heck is a buyer's (laughs) consultation? Where we sit down, we meet with you and we ask you all of your needs and wants in a home. Mm. And we, Keep that in our head as we are home shopping and remind you, because sometimes, you know, maybe the home has a few things that you like and you're like, "Mm, yeah, it's okay. I guess I could settle. We don't want you to settle. Right. Because then it becomes buyer's remorse. And then it turns into buyer's remorse. Right. Yeah. Because you buy that house and you go, I remember, here's a real life example of that. I had a husband and a wife and we were out, boop, 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 exactly looking for houses. And one came up and we liked it and it met almost all the criteria. But the wife was like, well, yeah, okay, 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 I'll do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll buy this one. And the husband's so excited. He's like, yes, we got my house. We're going to be in my house. I'm so excited. And then the home inspector comes in. (laughs) And the home inspector, well, he discovers what's pretty customary, to be honest. Asbestos in the attic. It's pretty customary. That's very common. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's not an unreasonable thing to have in your attic. Yeah. Asbestos. Uh, that's a great question. What's asbestos? It's in the air ducts. Uh, and it's a product that can be toxic to you if it gets in the air. And as long as it's not disturbed, 
it can't do damage to you. But if it's disturbed, then it can be a problem. How do you fix it? You get rid of those air ducts. You put new air ducts in. It's really a very easy fix. It's not like the end of the world. It does cost money like anything else. Well, look. There's the wife over there who was like, yeah, maybe. And then the home inspection comes in and she's like, what? I knew we shouldn't have got this house. This is not the house for us. I told you we shouldn't have bought this house. Yep. That's literally what happens. Here's a list of 500 things that are wrong with it. See, I told you. Right. I'm not over-exaggerating. Home inspections truly... When you have a great detail-oriented home inspector, yeah, can be that lengthy. It for sure expects fifty to sixty pages. <laughs> and so that transaction, they didn't close on it. Now the beauty is they did buy their dream home, right? And they've been there for fifteen years, and they love it. And every time I talk to them, which is all the time, yeah. they just tell me. Thank you, Lori. Thank you for helping us through buyer remorse. Thank you for helping us discern between what house was the right house and what house was the wrong house. Because that is just what it is. Buyer's remorse is exactly that. You go, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. Yep. Can I cancel? Amy, can I cancel? Yeah, we can cancel. You might lose some money. Oh, no, I want all my money back, though, Amy. Well, depends on where we're at in the contract. Where are we on our time frames? Contingency time frames. No, I, I don't care about that, Amy. Just get all my money back. I'm going to do my best. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't promise you anything. <laughs> That's the truth, right? The contract. I'll do my contract. best. <laughs> the contract is the contract. You have to honor the contract. There's contingency timelines that do allow for you to right. do your due diligence. Right. That is the time for you to explore your remorse. Yep. That is the time for you to say, yes, I am having challenges and I'm not quite sure. I'm worried about who lives around the corner or the block Mm. wall and who's on the other side of that wall. And so you do all your due diligence during that time. That's what you do. And sellers, that's when sellers do their due diligence as well. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now, sellers, I'm going to come back to sellers. Yeah, sellers is a little different, right? Mm, It is different. Because I tell you, I go, hey, sign the listing, (laughs) sign the offer. We are opening escrow. Congratulations. Your house is sold. I tell them, do not, do not sign that contract because once you sign that contract you cannot get out of the transaction and i mean the contract for the buyer to purchase your property Mm -hmm. unless the buyer defaults now seller you can be difficult and you can be creative and yeah there's a lot of ways to get you out of a contract and none of them are ethical and none of them align with my core values Right. Because when you sign a contract with a buyer, 
I want you to be 110% committed to the end result of what's going to happen, which is you moving physically out of your house. Right. And a new family moving into it. And you no longer having the responsibility of that property. And you starting your new journey or your new chapter in life. That's what I want you to accomplish when you sign the buyer's purchase agreement and say, yes, this is who I want to buy my house. And you're not choosing the people based on, oh, if they're a sweet family or this or that. You're, that's like, oh, right. like a no, no for fair housing. Yep. No more love letters. You're choosing them because it's the best fit contractually for you. So uh, going back to the buyer, though, Mm -hmm. they got a long time for some buyer's remorse in the contract. For sure, especially in our market now. We're leaving all that contingency time frame. We're not shortening much anymore. So you get a whole 17, 21 days. Got a good chunk of time now. Plenty of time, no penalty to you. You can go through all of it. And if it's contingent, like you're buying a house that's contingent on buying another house, hey, buyers, get through that quicker. (laughs) Sheesh, you got another two families sitting on top of you saying, I hope you're buying my property's house because I can't close on mine until theirs is closed, until this is closed to that. There's a lot of moving parts. Yeah, there can be a very big train of contingencies, huh? So when you go into a purchase buyers, don't use that as a time to say, oh, never mind, I don't want to do this. Use that as a time to explore the property. To make sure the condition meets your expectations and your financial abilities. Yeah, absolutely. It's not for you to say, never mind, I don't want to do this. Right. Do you hear that often? No, not with our clients. Mm -mm. Because we do that buyer's consultation. Mm Mm-hmm. And we align you and recommend the lenders that make great sense to go over all the real numbers in the beginning. In the beginning, before you can ruin someone else's life with the fact that you (laughs) decide not to buy their house. I mean, that's a little dramatic, but okay. You're not no, on the I know, side. I know. I'm never on the seller side, so. <laughs> the, the, no, the reality is when you go into it, right, it can be very emotionally emotionally draining. You have to yeah. remember, this is one of the probably biggest purchases you'll do, mm-hmm. and it's uh, taking the roots out of the ground, lifting it all up, yeah. and resetting you somewhere else. So there's going to be a lot of emotions attached to all of it. Definitely, yeah. So you do want to sit down and you do want to have that seller's consultation in advance. 
And hey, sometimes that's one, two, three, four, six, ten, twelve meetings yeah. with your agent, and that's okay. If you have, if you need that many agent, that many meeting dates, you need to hire an agent that can accommodate that kind of absolutely work with you. There are agents out there that some are like, yep, yeah, nope, that's not my life. If you're listing the house with me in that moment, I'm just moving on to the next opportunity. And there's nothing wrong with that agent. That agent is a fit for everyone. Right? And for right. someone, I should say, not everyone. Yeah. And then there's those that need lots of time. They need time to build into it. They need time to think about what they're doing and discuss it with you and attach a timeline to it. I have one that's coming up on the market, and he's told me it's got to be sold by December 19th. I said, don't tell me, tell your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right. I'm ready. I could sell it today. Right. And as days on market builds up, I need you to build that into the plan. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you got to drop the price on your house to sell it by your timeline, which is giving money up. Yeah. That you shouldn't have to give up. What about when that seller buys the house, closes on the house, and then becomes financial distress 60, 90, 100 a year later? Have you had that heartbreaking? During COVID, we had a few buyers that had that challenge because they lost work during that time. And they were able to still keep their houses. And then we have some that are like, oh, I just can't do it. I've got, I've got to, I got to, I got to go ahead and let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You want to make sure you want, you want to avoid that. You want to make sure you've got those reserves in the bank. That's six months reserves. If you can get one year in reserves, you're even, even in a better place. Yeah. What are reserves? That's the mortgage payment and your utilities and expenses related to your house. So, for example, if your mortgage is 2500 bucks a month and then utilities are maybe $600, that's yeah. gas, Edison, um, water, trash, uh, maybe internet because you internet, have internet, yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. Telephone. So you're looking at $3,100. So $3,100, oh, we have the mighty, 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 mighty calculator here. (laughs) $3,100 times six months is $18,000. 20K, you have 20K in the bank? That'll keep you alive for six months. You won't be able to eat or anything else, but you pay your bills. Find some family to go have dinner with. Yeah, make some friends. (laughs) Rotate through your friends and have a dinner and a different friends. And then if you were to say, okay, double that and put yourself in a way better position. Right. Put 40K in the bank. Right. 40K in the bank puts you in a way better position. You could then eat and maybe live off that for nine months instead of 12 months. Yeah. That keeps from you having buyer's remorse. 
right? Because you lost your job or times got tough or things get hard. Alternatively, you could just put the house up for rent. But still, if you have no money in the bank, that could be very stressful. Yeah. So having the money in the bank alleviates a lot of that stress and or remorse that you might experience. Uh Because nothing is for sure, right? Right. So we just had this conversation in our meeting earlier, right? You said you would love to flip a house. Yes. And you believe that you would like to have 100K in the bank for your flip. Yeah. And myself and one of the other uh, soon-to-be agents in the office shared with you that we did our renovations at thirty and 40000 Right. So nothing wrong with wanting to have hundred k in the bank. That's great. Have more money in the bank. Yeah. You know, but also set a real budget. Don't just say, I got hundred k in the bank, and I can't do anything until I have hundred k in the bank, unless that's part of the budget. Right. You know, and then you timeline it. Yeah. Because that will keep you from having buyer's remorse. Right. And that's our priority. Is avoiding, now don't get me wrong, you're still potentially going to have buyer's remorse. You're still potentially going to have seller's remorse. You might even 30, 60 days, 90 days after you sell a property and you go, oh, the shifted market made me sell my property for less. Well, first and foremost, nothing makes you do it. We don't put a gun to your head. True. And secondly, honestly, if your agent is a professional and done everything they can to get you the most for your property, the market has just told you what your house is worth. Right. And even though you believe it's worth more and you want more for it, the reality of the value is only what someone's willing to pay for it. Absolutely. So then you go, well, okay, did it get full exposure to the real estate market? You better believe with us. Heck yeah, on our team it did. Yeah. We put you on the MLS, so that's the freeway. Yeah. That's the freeway of visitors. Right. That's where everyone's at. Uh, so many people will be like, oh, don't put your property on the MLS. What the heck? That's where all agents are. That's yeah. where all buyers are. Yep. So you do want to make sure that you get complete exposure to the real estate market. I love when they say, I got a buyer for my house. <laughs> oh, you got one. That would give me buyer's seller's remorse. Right. Oh, maybe someone else would give me more for it. I just talked with an investor the other day, and he is like, Lori, I sell, sold it straight to an investor. So and I'm kind of thinking I should get out of the contract. I said, wow. well, I can't advise you of your contract because I don't know. But I can tell you if you would have fully marketed the property, you wouldn't be in this position right now. Absolutely. So if you would have just hired us. Right. <laughs> you wouldn't be in this position right now. Yeah. Because we make sure you get full exposure to the real estate market, which allows for you to avoid sellers and buyers remorse. When you look at enough properties and you clearly know exactly what you want or need, mm-hmm. you can achieve where you're going. 
you can close on that house with full confidence that you did the right thing. Yeah. What is something that you could share, Aim, that would allow for you to say, yeah, I know my buyers don't have buyer's remorse. Maybe they have it during the process, but we make sure we acknowledge it and we work through it. Yeah. How do you know that buyer's remorse is there? Um, how, how do I know it's there? Yeah. How do you know they're experiencing it? Um, I think just, well, communication, asking them, how are you feeling about this? Do you still love it? And if you, there's, cause I, I love asking that question. Like after all your inspections are done and before we release contingencies, do you still love this home? Like, I want you to love it. I want you to be happy. And if there's a little bit of hesitation there, then they're definitely experiencing a little bit of buyer's remorse. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I think, yeah, I think so. You know, mm-hmm. or it's yes, we love it. Give me, let me sign it. I'm yeah. done. Yeah. <laughs> Where are my keys? You know, yeah. it just depends. Yeah. Cause you do get that. You'll get that person. That's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge purchase. And mm-hmm. so there's, you want it to be perfect. And also there's no perfect home. There isn't. You make it perfect when you move in and you do, you know, your changes to it to make it your own. So here's the deal, right? Here's the, here's the recap. As we like to say, we bring this full circle and to the end buyer's remorse and seller's remorse. It's common. It happens. You're not different. You're not uh, supposed to not do this. It's part of the process. It's part of purchasing. And then you just go with your professional real estate agent, your realtor, that's us. You just go back and you go, okay, let's go back over my list. Right. Did I hit my, did I accomplish my, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Done. Mm -hmm. And you do it. Home starts with you. That's right. Home can be anywhere. Yeah. Because it starts with you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm Lori Alvarez, and you've been listening to Real Estate with Soul, the podcast. You can follow me and check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and LoriAlvarez.net. And if you haven't clicked on that subscribe button, hit it now and let's boldly do life together.